Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 129 of the Worship Leader Props podcast. And fam, you came back this week. We love that. We love that you listen every week. Um, episode 129, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of episodes. So if you are new to the podcast, I would encourage you, scroll back through the episodes. There's so much content there, great interviews with people. Uh, go check it out. Um, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, we're we're dipping our toes into the waters of TikTok. I don't really know what I'm doing. So maybe you'll get some laughs out of it though. So follow us on TikTok as well at, uh, at Worship Leader Probs on both of those. And so, you know, one of the reasons we're here is these three E's. We talk about these every week. We want to entertain you. We want to encourage you and we want to help equip you. And when I think about entertainment, encouragement, equipping, there's really, there's one voice, one person who stands alone. And that person is Mr. David Henry, who is back with us this week. (laughs) You're back, buddy. Talk about loving me 3000. Holy. Wow. (laughs) With intros like that, one could think I could fly. (laughs) I believe I can fly. Yes. Yes. Hey, thank well, you so I'm glad much. you're here. Thank you yeah, for having glad me. You're here, buddy. All right. Thank you for having me back. Um uh my wife was was afraid that uh I may have I may have said too much last time. But <laughs> <laughs> my wife has been afraid of that for 128 <laughs> episodes. So Yes. No, it's not. It's <laughs> thank you for having me back. Huge privilege. Shout out to shout out to Jen Smale and 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 Scott uh long year as well. Good folks, man. Everyone, uh, this is going to be an amazing time. Get ready. Uh, if you're if you're driving a car, just pull over and park real quick because exactly, uh, exactly. Park safety first. Thing. Safety first. <laughs> but we are gonna we're gonna share some amazing resources with you again because we love you. We're gonna share some laughs with you because we love you more. Uh, mm. And we're also gonna share part two of uh, a dare I say epic. Uh, interview uh, with Lincoln Brewster to borrow to borrow from Mr. Tasty here. Um, Mm -hmm, But before mm -hmm. we get into all of that, we have an amazing sponsor. Uh, So Brian, why don't you tell us a little bit about Planning Center? I would love to. I would love to. So fam, if you don't know what Planning Center is, they are literally a game changing. I don't even know if I if I came up with one word, I don't even know what that word would be. But They're more than software. They're innovators. It's game-changing innovation. It's innovation for your ministry. That is the word, David. Thank you. Um, So here's what Planning Center does. They make software that is designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. Planning Center is a set of online software products that you can subscribe to individually or use them together for a full church management system. And you can always try any product free for 30 days. They recently launched a new product called Publishing. 
Planning Center Publishing is a way for churches to create their own custom content and share sermons with their congregation through the Church Center app and website. I could not more wholeheartedly endorse Planning Center. So go check them out today, planningcenter.com. Follow them on the socials. They are just the best. So David, we had this time with Lincoln. Yes. And last week we shared last week we shared part 1. This week is part 2 and it just was a game changer. And people are digging you, man. I mean, they're digging, they're digging the Henry. You know, it's, it's the, it's the East coast swag is what it, no, it's not really that at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, humility just went right out the window there. Um, oh my gosh. No, I love, I love the people. Um, I don't necessarily always want to be around them, but I do love them. <laughs> <laughs> In- introvert, introvertism is real. Um, but no, this is, this is a lot of fun. Um, again, my wife is probably listening to this uh crossing your fingers hi karen (laughs) my wife's name is karen everyone we didn't actually say this before my wife's name is karen but she is the exact opposite of anything the internet has ever said so (laughs) karen we love you and we're all looking forward to meeting karen at experience conference hopefully karen is excited that i just outed her on the podcast so um, she has no choice it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so David, I want to let them get a little fuller picture of you. Mm-hmm. We introduced you last week. So tell, tell, tell us, is there anything about you that would surprise people? So there are tons of things, Brian, uh, but we only have so much time, and I only have so much self-respect. So, um, no, um, so... So what people can figure out uh, from looking at all my social media is that I love superhero stuff. I love science fiction. I love mm, mm, fantasy. Mm. I love action. All, all of it. Marvel, DC. I'm, I'm an equal opportunity nerd. What people probably don't know uh, is that I'm a huge fan of rom-coms. Um, oh. And that movies like, uh, like 10 Things I Hate About You are my jam. <laughs> Come on. J-A-M, jammy jam jam. It's my jam. <laughs> like it's Okay, so yeah. what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite rom-com? Is it that one? It that that's that's in that's top five. Um because especially because of the the punk the indie punk rock music that they introduced in nice, that thing. Nice, nice. That kind of that expanded my horizons musically, I'd like to say. Um <laughs> no favorite, uh so um, it's a hard it's a it's it's a hard one to say, but I think it's serendipity with um, oh yeah with John, John Cusack. Cusack yeah yeah and um, I, I can't remember her name, but she 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 played a vampire in other movies. Um, oh, uh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Is it Kate so, Beckinsale? Yes, that is it. Thank you. So, but nice. that that movie, I think, uh, rom com especially, but well written, um, swerve ending. It had so many good parts to it just as a film and not just as a cheesy uh, romantic comedy. You're doing some deep watching on these rom-coms, some heavy-duty analysis. I, I can't help but analyze any movie I watch, Brian, um, even, even Nacho <laughs> Libre or, or Anchorman. It's, I, have, oh, I, have, oh, I have super deep analysis. <laughs> 
if that's even a word. <laughs> Deep dives. That's what we do. Deep oh, dives. That's fantastic. That's fantastic, man. Good to know. Yes. How about, but how about you? Because how about you? So I don't think I've ever shared this before. I am this, I would say the, one of the more embarrassing things about me is that I am a fan of low. See, that's not embarrassing uh, because if people took the time to understand Barry, Man- Barry Manilow, right? Yeah. You even know what that means. I'm yes. so impressed. Yes. Because here's the thing is that before autotune <laughs> and before uh, compression and, and like there was a time, believe it or not, youths, there was a time where you had to have actual talent. And Barry, <laughs> right, right. Barry Manilow, whether you like him or not, pre or post plastic surgery, um, he yeah. <laughs> he can he still go. It, he was laying it out there, buddy. And if you go the the melodies, okay. Mm. So our friend Allie, who edits the podcast, um, I introduced Allie to Barry Manilow, I told her, these are some songs you need to go listen to. And I think she died a little bit inside because of how (laughs) cheesy some of the stuff was. And it is cheesy, but you know, it's like, it's like comfort food for me. So like if I'm driving home from rehearsal on, on Wednesday night, I can almost guarantee you I'm singing Barry Manilow at the top of my lungs in my car. Would you say that Manilow is therapy for when Dante crashes? Or when able to, I think work. it is. It is indeed. <laughs> it is indeed. It is indeed. I'm a fan of low. That's so. That's probably the. Uh, that that would be mine. I'm a fan of low. That is a surprise, mm. but that's not embarrassing. I've seen though. him. I probably have seen him five times. That's awesome. In concert. See, again, <laughs> children. There, you, you, there is a thing called talent that you had to have. Uh, and it, was and it wasn't it out there, man. It wasn't purchasable in the app store. So exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, so today again, as last week, David, I noticed you're wearing uh, some worship leader prob swag. Yes, I found. You got the baby blue. You got the powder blue on today. I found blue. You're my boy. I found you're my it. boy. <laughs> I found it. I found it. It so is so good. It is so soft and comforting. It's like it's like the presence of God in cotton form. Is what it so is. my boy, uh, my boy Luke up in Canada was loving the uh, "it's softer than a prayer shawl" line from last. <laughs> I don't know what time Luke gets up, but if I get up at seven, he has already listened to the podcast on Tuesday morning by seven o'clock. Yes, he is. I we got to meet Luke. We got to bust him out of Canada and get him to experience conference. I'm just saying, gotta travel bans are lifted. So come on, Luke. Come on, there's, Luke. There's Bring no that, excuse, Luke. Hit, hit that smoke, hitch that smoker to your uh, wagon and drive it down. Yeah. To, you can smoke up some tasty treats for us. Experienceconference.com, fam. Uh, if you don't know, we've been talking about it for weeks. It's going to be unbelievable. Um, gosh, Red Rocks worship, vertical worship. Um, Joe L. Barnes from Maverick City Music, yes. Brandon Lake. Natalie Grant, like it is a Chris McClarney. It is a cornucopia, one might say. Yes. There will be great Thanksgiving 
in September. <laughs> Thanksgiving comes early in September. It does. It does. It's coming in September. It's coming in September. So you got to join us. Experienceconference.com. Yes. Yes. Um, but uh, speaking of experiences, it's experiences like these that prompt uh, the next uh, segment of our podcast. Uh, so, Brian, why don't you uh, dish out a, a nice healthy dose of prayer concerns? Fam, you guys are crushing it with the prayer concerns that you. So you are the writers of this segment of the of the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, here's what a prayer concern is. Everybody has a connection card uh, or some kind of response device in your congregation. There's a, usually a section that says, "How can we pray for you?" Sometimes they'll put actual prayer requests there, and sometimes they'll put. The sound is too loud. The lights are in my eyes. Why have hymnals if you're not going to use them? Things of that nature. They might use the live stream chat to say that. They might even go so far as to Yelp or Google review your church. Um, prayer concerns are coming your way. Uh, it's going to happen. So send them to us. You can do that at uh, worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concern tab, or you can DM those uh, to us on Instagram. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. We had a member come to practice one week. He tossed me an orange and said, Hey, you looked awesome last week. Your voice didn't sound great, though. That's what the orange is for. <sighs> I mean, that, what does that have to do with it? <laughs> it's not like we're playing soccer and we need a sugar. Orange slices boost. at the end, right? I mean, okay, you know what it is? He probably thought he had a cold. And he, there, you but, go, there you go. There's but like, orange, orange, you glad I showed up tonight? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. That, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. No more jokes about that one. That when you win, you win. <laughs> All right. Prayer concern number two. Prayer concern number two. We had a member approach one of our drummers after he had actually played acoustic guitar one Sunday. And the member said, hey, aren't you the guy that played drums last week? Yeah, you did a really good job on the drums. Oh, come on. Yeah, the, the problem that's, is he played acoustic guitar that week, man. Come on. That's just mean. Like That is mean. That's mean. That's mean-spirited, fam. We did penalties last week. That's just an ejection. <laughs> like, that's a flagrant four. I don't know how many numbers that's there are, a, but... What is it, soccer? That's a red card. Get out, get out. That's a red card. That's a red card. <laughs> All right, number three, prayer concern number three. I'm a member of my church's worship team. I'm an 18-year-old girl, and I often wear jeans with holes in them on Sunday mornings. Over the last month, an older gentleman in our church has approached me each Sunday to tell me that I need new jeans. He also tells me all the reasons he thinks it's ridiculous to pay more for jeans with holes in them. A couple of weeks ago, I told him I needed the holes for air circulation, <laughs> but he wasn't buying it. Last Sunday, I was scheduled and I wore a dress to church. He saw me when I walked in and the first thing he said to me was, now you look like a girl. Oh, that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bold move right there. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Oh. <laughs> uh. 
This week on ESPN, the Ocho. Um, <laughs> that is that is a foul right there, the, man. That's that's the boomers are dishing out some sass. Is what that's a doing. roughing the leader, roughing the leader, that's man. Just, I can't, <laughs> what does it? I uh, I would ask what generation they were. Because yeah, it sounds like yeah. If maybe. if it if it if wearing a dress means that never mind, I'm done. Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Check, please. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> All right, number four, prayer concern number four. I was on stage leading worship when I felt a call coming in on my phone, which was on vibrate in my pocket. A few seconds later, a second call. Then a different vibration of a text message. I was kind of concerned it might be an emergency, so as soon as we got off the stage, I checked it. Two missed calls and this text from the same person, and it read, Could you please turn up the volume? We are at home and can barely hear the service. Thank you, Jerry and Beverly. <laughs> I don't know, Jerry and Beverly. Maybe you see both of my hands occupied right now. Exactly. I'm just a little busy here, you know. Let me just. Um, it's me a, it is a live over, stream. Let me reach over to the sound console 30 feet away. Jerry and Bev. Uh. Oh, Jerry them. and Bev spreading the love. I love. I, love I, I probably would love Jerry and Bev. They're probably sweet. They're probably <laughs> very sweet. Okay, number five. This is the last one, the bottom of the pudding cup. And it says, a couple of years ago, uh, we returned home uh, with a group from our church. We had gone on a trip together, and my wife and I led worship each night. One of the ladies from our group approached us and said, the worship was great, but maybe next year we can get a real band to lead us. What does, what does that mean? Like, uh oh, yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's that's not good, man. That's just not. Don't that's, don't say that to somebody. That's just, <laughs> I would actually. So, I would. I would. Give I'm speechless someone, over here. I would give someone a ten dollar Chick Fil A gift card if if at Experience Conference they said that to one of the artists. <laughs> <laughs> just to, just for the reaction. And now I'm probably oh. banned from Experience Conference. So sorry. <laughs> hey, fam. So those are prayer concerns. Keep sending yours in. You can do that at worshipleaderprobs.com. Just click on the prayer concerns uh, tab, or you can DM those to us uh, on Instagram. We'll never share your name or your church's name. Those are always totally anonymous. Well, last week we brought you part one of, David said it earlier, an epic interview with Lincoln Brewster. Uh, Lincoln's got a new record out. Um, it is unbelievable. So make sure that you go uh, check it out, follow Lincoln on the socials. And let me just say, if you were impacted by part one, hang on, because part two, the gloves come off. So let's jump into part two of our conversation with Lincoln Brewster. probably telling my age a little bit here but i i started listening to you when i was in college um wait so like that's freaking that's more insulting than me no <laughs> no you know what i take it back um i was listening to wait, you when i was wait. five tell, tell me your mom loves my music yeah <laughs> that's always a fun one no she she doesn't she 
That's just such Which, a great compliment to get. My cat loves you. Like, oh, thanks. Oh, great. Now it's time to change the style. Oh. Yell, yeah. yell into yeah. his hearing aid and tell him thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, uh, like, I've been listening to your, to your music since, uh, since I was in college. Um, and uh, can I say that uh, as a guitarist, um, I need to say thank you to you because you actually, you and a handful of other guys at the time, actually normalized playing electric guitar in church. Like you actually made it not just cool, but like not demon fire summoning. Um, (laughs) Because, you know, like for a long time, uh, things like drums and electric guitar were not staples uh, in in worship. Um, But you actually normalized that. Um, So as a, as a, guitarist as a musician um i guess what drives you to keep creating because even in this record you've you've displayed at least six different styles of music um and and and, and have killed it in yeah, all of them exactly. where it's like i'm almost annoyed where it's like what can you can you be bad at something <laughs> but like what what drives you to keep creating uh, at this at this level um I'm horrible at saxophone, by the way. Just <laughs> I'm, I'm awful, and I can't, and there's yeah, I can't play keyboards very well. I have thoughts about saxophone, but continue. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't like go out to the mall and pull off a really good prank, like which I just wish I could do on sax. Yeah, I wish I could be that guy, sax man. Um, you know, I. I, gosh, it's a, it's kind of a broad question, really. I, like, part of it is, so I'll give you sort of the pragmatic side, like just the functional mm. side, or how I'm wired, and then there's another side to it that I think is important for people to hear. One of them is, like, I I really love it. Like, I love guitar, and I love, um, you know, there have been moments where I've lost passion for it certainly, um, which again, is this part of the human condition. I think things wear off and we have to figure out ways to keep them fresh. For sure. And sometimes that's just straight up discipline. And um, it's like that difference between drive and discipline. Um, mm. You know, drive, there's a, I know a lot of driven people. I'm a, and that's kind of how I function is I do things because I want to do them. Mm. Where it gets tricky is when we don't want to do it. And, mm-hmm. and and then that gets into the area of am I called to do this? Um, and you gotta sometimes just push through and and ride out those times. But I, you know, I'm still fascinated by music, and I, um, I still, I still, I don't know. I still have a sense of wonder about it. Like mm-hmm. I, I love the guitar, and I'm fascinated by it, and I still don't fully understand it. You know, it's I feel like I'm still always learning. Um, and you know, I, I had a quarantine period for, I was exposed to somebody I, you know, that was back when it was two weeks. Um, and I'm in my oh, studio, hmm. um, and my studio is like a house. Uh, so I was able to, you know, it was fully functioning and kitchen and all that stuff. But, um, but I was like, well, I really want to be with my family. It would have been my dream life when I was like 19. 
like <laughs> yes. studio and all these vintage amps and cabs and drums, you know, the whole thing. And I'm like, you know, bummed that I can't see my family. Yeah. But, um, but so I decided like, uh, well, I'm going to catch up on some shows that I haven't watched at night and all that. And, and I just practiced while I was watching TV mm. just to go, I need to, I need to take care of what God's given me, you know, and, mm. um, and keep stretching and pushing myself and exploring. And I've got a really curious mind. So I, I love to go like, I wonder if we could do this or, and, mm. um, and then I, I don't think I'm, all, I'm not wired to go like, yeah, I think I peaked. You know, like, I don't nice. want to be that guy. I, I just go, I'll keep trying to get better. And, you know, and I think at the moment, if God ever says, lay it down, I'll lay it down. But, you know, I know some people get like, they get discouraged and, and lose their passion for it. And so they go like, I'm going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just not been the answer. It's been like, how do I restoke the fire and what else is going on around me? Um, It's funny. We went up, uh, my son, my youngest son led worship in his school chapel yesterday. And my wife and I went and it was really cool. He's 16 and he gets, I mean, and their first song they did was do it again by elevation. And he's singing. He just like, he did a great job. And then like they get to the second song it was a little rough. They had to restart a couple times. And so we get done. We're taking him home. And he's like, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if I want to do it anymore. And I said, what's that about? He's like, well, I just, you know. And I said, you know, one thing I'll throw out there, just being there and sitting in the service. And, and he, I said, my guess is you had a great time leading Do It Again. And he goes, yeah. And I said, it sounded like it. But my guess is you felt underprepared to do the second song. And he said, Oh my gosh, totally. And I said, That's miserable to, to mm, feel like mm. that. And I said, So is it more about mm. lack of preparedness or is it more about you don't like to lead worship? Mm. And and he was like, Oh, you know, I didn't think about that. I said, if I had to get on stage every time completely unprepared and do something that wasn't excellent, I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah, no kidding. And um, I said, why don't you just, you know, take take time and take 10 songs and learn them, like on a primary instrument, you know, he plays like mandolin and cello and bass and That's he awesome. plays acoustic too. And I go, why don't you just learn 10 songs on the acoustic and memorize them? And it's a whole nother soapbox, but like, I mean, when I was 17, I was going to high school and playing in a club band and we had, to, I think we had to know 70 songs. I did, we did five 45 minute sets a night and yeah. I'd go to, you know, go to bed at 3am, get up, go to high school, uh, <laughs> and then do that five nights a week. And, and we didn't use charts. Like you just had to learn the music. And I, sometimes I feel like there's a thing in church where it's like, I have to learn what these yeah. songs. I have to spend time preparing. How am I going to do that? Yeah. That was yeah like, exactly. Can I just turn on the reverb? Right. It's like <laughs> you got to take some time and, you know, work at it. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, that's part of it is just like staying in it 
and appreciating it and um and then again using so this is a like if you play music obviously you're creative in some way i'd go use the creativity that you have to solve problems mm. and it's not just solve how do i learn a song but it's solve what if i lose my passion mm. what can i do creatively to kind of rebirth that and so i did a bunch of that over the pandemic actually you know like awesome. I, I started off on old tube amps and and then uh longer conversation than we have time for but got into the direct stuff mostly because of portability and consistency mm -hmm. that always had to be a sound that worked if i hated the tone i wouldn't have used it but i found mm -hmm. stuff that worked for what i do and i'm an in ears different city constantly different stage so i always had the same tone always had the same touch mm -hmm. you know when i was when i was touring with michael w we, we i was renting backline stuff and it was like so hit and miss with a pedal board so mm -hmm. I, I remember whole concerts just hating every time i go to pick a note i'm embarrassed of the tone it's yeah, like, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, and then other nights you get some great amp that works great with pedals and sound amazing yeah and, um so but i kind of got back into like the tone stuff and you know got all my amps out added some to the collection i've got i'll take you guys in there before we're done um oh yes oh, nice. oh, collection of vintage cabinets and um it's been a blast like so i'm i'm working on capturing all that stuff and be doing some tone library things coming up here in nice. a couple months yeah oh man that's awesome do the amps go to 11 all of them i'm on <laughs> i'm on <laughs> it i'm I don't care. All of them. Stone stock vintage Marshall. It's going to <laughs> Okay. So uh, we've asked this question to everybody we've ever talked to. We call it the big room question. And so you're talking to worship leaders and production guys and all their volunteers. And if we got them all in one big room, every player, singer, lighting op, all of them, and we gave you a microphone, what would you feel compelled to say to them? Um, <clears throat> I think there's a couple of things that come to mind. Um, it, the number one thing that I think it's good to ask ourselves, which is why I'll pose the question. I would pose the question to that group is why do you do this? Mm. Um, like, why do you do what you do and what are you hoping to accomplish? And I think if people are real honest, there's a lot of different answers to that question. If we're super, super honest, um, there's a great song Matt Redman wrote, Heart of Worship. Mm, and when he yeah. says the line, it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I think as people who serve in worship ministry, whether it's on stage or off stage, I don't know if that's always true. Mm. You know, I don't know if, I th there's been times when I couldn't say that with complete truth. Like, well, no, I'm doing this because I, I enjoy it, or I'm doing this because of what I get out of it. Or, you know, it's a very, it can be a very me driven thing. Um, I just had a conversation with a young guy who's a really good drummer and, and he's a dear friend of the family. And he was like, you know, not getting enough opportunities to play. So he's like, well, I think I'm going to like go to a church where I can play more. And I was like, bro, you know, I love you, man. We're, <laughs> we're, we're almost like family. 
I said, can I give you, you know, my two cents? And he said, yes, of course. And I said, first and foremost, number one is your spiritual health. And that question or, or that priority needs to come number one, hmm. which means go find what church God's calling you to be a part of hmm. without knowing the answer to the drumming question. Because that's so secondary. Yeah. And then trust God with what's that going to look like? And you may or may not be asked to serve at the place where you attend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but if we start making that the number one mission, like I've, I've seen a lot of people doing that where it's like they kind of go around and just gig and it's not a bad thing, but it can be unhealthy if we don't have a good foundation. Um, like a, this guy's my pastor. This is my church. Um, I'm going to get really unpopular with people, but this is just is what it is. Um, this is where I tithe. Mm. Yes, mm. I said it. Um, man, if you, if, if, if you are a Christian and you attend a church and don't tithe, um, I would really, really examine where your heart's at. Um, mm. It's just one of the most tangible, fundamental, basic things as a believer that we, we do. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, mm-hmm. And so I'm a, I'm a huge believer in that. Um, and then secondly, it, it, like I know lots of worship ministries where the people who serve on the team don't, tie, like staff members don't tie. To me, it's crazy. Like, yeah. What, hey, God bless what I'm doing. Um, mm. and here's another one. Um, and I'm not trying to beat up on anybody. I'm just trying to like hit, you know, cause I, I like everyone who's watching this and you serve, I love all of you. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. a fan. We're, this is like, um, you know, things that have helped me personally that I want for you to, you know, to experience God in even more profound ways. But it's like with music, uh, this has grieved me a lot, but Hey God, will you bless this music production I'm working on? Oh, by the way, all of my software is stolen. Mm, it's yeah, all so, it's wow. all hacked or uh, now you're meddling. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Now you're meddling. Um, and <laughs> but it's I think the whole concept here is hoping for and and praying for God's blessing on what I do and not giving him a lot to work with. Mm. Yeah. And mm. And so I go like, I want to know when I go, like when I go to bed at night, I'm like, I've got air, you know, we're all sinners and we've got areas that we struggle with, but this one's like, I can do that. And I want to be honest and honorable. And the Bible says, give to Caesar. What is Caesar's and give to God? What is God's? And I'm a a big believer in that. And that's spelled T-I-T-H-E. For anyone yeah. who needs <laughs> exactly. to look that up. Yeah, exactly. it's not beating you up. It's a trust thing. And I can tell you, I can sit here for an hour and tell you story after story of God's faithfulness through that. But it's, and, and let, me, let me say this too, if any of you are going, oh, here he's talking about money. He does not need your money. Come on. God does not need your yeah. money. I don't mm-hmm. care how rich you are. Care how poor you are. It does not need your money. This is a a, a relationship and a trust thing, um, mm-hmm. and an obedience thing. And so, yeah. 
it's been transformative in my life. Um, so, uh, and then, you know, to be really honest with you, I'm trying to think like today, if I had that group of people in a room, um, yeah, I would definitely be asking, why do you do this? Make sure you have passion and calling for it. Um, make sure you attend the church you serve at. <laughs> That's important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then uh, lastly, and I know this is going to, this might sound crazy, is um, I would do an invitation to know Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who aren't Christians who serve in church. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- you know, there's things now where sort of like becoming relevant became more important than staying biblical. Yeah. Um, so, and if you have somebody on your team who's not a Christ follower, would I say that's an absolute non-starter? Not necessarily, but I'd go, I think it's important to address and to know that in order to make disciples and follow the great commission, we have to lead people to Christ first. That's step one to becoming a disciple. And um, so this actually happened. I was at a worship leader conference, 1,800 people. Um, and somebody had spoken the morning session and ask the question, this is the last worship set you were ever going to do, what songs would you do? Like, and choosing it that way, which I think is an interesting question. Mm-hmm. And so they posed the question before the evening session to the group of people, and there was a several worship leaders. Tomlin was leading that night, too, and I think Don Moen was there. And, oh, wow. and um, we were going to um, wrap up the night, and and I said, well, I think this was my last worship set I was ever going to do. No, the question was if everyone in the room was going to leave and you knew that all of them were going to die, what songs did you sing? Oh, And I literally said, I don't think I would be that concerned about what songs I would sing. I would definitely mm. do an invitation though. Wow. And people in the room, I was honest, like we're shaking their head, like, dude, you're out of your mind. And I actually had to ask permission to do it. And they were really cool and said, look, if you feel like that's what you feel led to do, then do it. Seems unorthodox and odd at a worship leader conference. All right, fair enough. So the end of it, we get to the last song, kind of sitting in that moment. And I'm praying, going, God, should I do it, not do it? What do I do? And nothing. I just, I'm not getting anything. Mm. And so I'm taking that as a yes. like. Mm. You know, it's like, he's not saying no, then I'm going to do this. And I prayed. And while I'm praying, you know, I've got the voice in my head going, you're an idiot. This is stupid. Um, and 22 people Come came on. to Christ. Wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. Wow. Um, so That's I've had awesome. this happen at, I did a, a church tech conference once, same thing. happened. I mean, I have yet to do that. And never have anybody raise their hand to say yes wow. yeah. um, to Christ. And so I just, I have a passion for, the, for seeing people come to Christ. And um, I think, I hope that every person serving in worship ministry and, and all that, it's like, hopefully 
you don't let your why end at so that we'll sound good, so that it'll look good mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's fun. We get a lot out of it. It feeds me spiritually. You know, it's hopefully it goes way beyond that to mm. how do I, um, you know, for me being raised by a single mom with three kids, you know, she had three kids, very, very young, dirt poor, uh, little fishing town in Alaska and all that. And I go, if, if my mom brought us to church when she was 20, and had a one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, what would she need to, by the time she gets us checked into kids ministry and she's working two jobs and maybe is lonely and I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. By the time that lady gets into the parking lot and goes through all that and maybe makes it in and is maybe not even there on time or whatever, what's the moment that would help her experience the love of God and the presence of God in a way like she wouldn't have otherwise if I didn't do my part and if the team didn't do their part. And I go yeah. like, mm. let's never lose sight of that. Like yeah. every week, people who are crushed coming in going, it just needs some hope. And, mm. and I hope we can, we can keep that in focus, you know, as we, as we do what we do. And it's always better to have a, have a, have a target. You know? mm. Yeah. Man. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We got to do this again sometime. Love you. Um, this has got to be on the Mount Rushmore of surprises. Just because sometimes I come into these thinking we're going to talk about this, 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 and this, and then God takes it in a different direction. And so yeah. I know there's a lot of people out there that needed to hear this today. So Thanks. thank you for taking the time. And uh, we want to make sure everybody goes out and. Uh, grabs a copy of Perfect Love, and we say this every week. You anybody can stream it. Go buy it. Uh, go buy it. And uh, man, I'm looking forward to seeing some of these songs take hold in my church, and I know they'll be taking hold in churches all over the world. So make sure you go buy it. Follow Lincoln on the socials. You can connect with him there. And um, man, we're looking forward to seeing you get out again and doing some live stuff and. Oh, I look forward to that, be, man. Just it's gonna be uh, awesome. Onward and upward, man. I'm I'm ready. I'm definitely ready. So hey, um, you guys are great, man. Thanks. This was this was a blast and a, an encouragement to Thank me. You. So thanks for having me on. And I would love to come back anytime. Just let me know. And oh man, we'll, absolutely. Uh, we'll do it for sure. I'll bring tissues next time. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Me too. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, Lincoln, thanks so much, man. Blessings, guys. Thank you. Hey, blessings to you too. Thanks, brother. Dude. Dude. That was... uh... That was really, really unreal. And before I forget, make sure his new record, Perfect Love, make sure you go buy it. Don't just stream it. Go buy it um, because we want to support ministries like this. So there are so many. I have like an entire page of notes that I took on that conversation. And one of the things that jumped out at me is when he said, being relevant has become more important than staying biblical. Yes. That hit me. Oh my. That hit me like a ton of bricks. 
Oh my oh my. I think I think a lot of a lot of people are it's good that people are having that conversation mm, because absolutely. um we as the church are we as worship leaders are like we we talked about this in the interview how like we are actually putting theology in the mouth of the church absolutely. to sing back to God and absolutely if we if we are compromising that for the sake of relevance Mm. And yeah, anyway, but he, he, he went there in, in the best way possible. Yes, he did. And his, I got to say, his answer to the big room question is one we have never gotten before. Um, it was unbelievable. So guys, thank you. And our huge thanks to Lincoln uh, for taking yes. so much time. Um, we haven't uh, done a split, like a multi-episode interview in a while. And it just was really a refreshing conversation. And uh, and super grateful uh, for his time. So yeah, make sure you go buy your uh, copy of Perfect Love. And uh, and thanks for listening, as always. Yes. Also, folks, remember to hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, whether it be Apple or Google. Um, hit subscribe. Uh, the best feeling on a Tuesday morning is when the podcast episode is just right there waiting for you to, to listen. Uh, and Absolutely. also, um, give us a five-star rating. I said this before, and I mean it. Um, five-star ratings uh, are the best because not only does it help us with, uh, with the algorithms to, get, uh, to become more accessible uh, to more listeners, but also anything less than five stars is just Bush League, and you're not doing yourself a favor <laughs> at all. Some say you, you're doing a disservice to yourself. That's um, right. And, That's right, man. And, and Jesus commanded us to take care of ourselves. <laughs> Men, okay. But also, no, but five stars, please. And also... Thank you so much for following us on all of the socials, uh, on the Instagram, on the Tiki Taki, on the Facebook, <laughs> and on the Twitter. So Worship Leader Probs, at Worship Leader Probs on all, all of the things except for Twitter. You have to do yeah. uh, at Worship Leader Probs spelled a little bit differently. Um, or you can just look up the hashtag Worship Leader Probs, um, and, and we're there. We're, we're ready to laugh with you. We're right. We're right there for you. I think our name is too long for for Twitter, something like that. Um, um, either that or some some guy has it, but he had it like a long, long time ago. So, um, and so, it's been inactive for a while. So, if you know that guy, tell him to give it to us. Yes, that, I will give the him gift a, that keeps on giving. I'll give him a ten dollar Chick Fil A gift card to give us the. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hey, and fam, huge shout out to our friends at Maven Media Productions. They are just crushing it with all the images that you're seeing related to the podcast and the excerpts that come out there. They're editing the podcast for us and just doing an incredible job. Um, huge, huge uh, fans of Maven Media Productions. If you, if you or your ministry or your church, you're looking for somebody to come in and help uh, do some consulting with you, uh, maybe a visioning day, uh, developing a long-range plan, uh, social media strategy, anything like that. That This is your company, man, mavenmediaproductions.com. Uh, they're incredible people. They love the Lord. They love the local church. And I would really, really highly encourage you to check them out. And thanks to my brother, uh, not my little brother, but my brother from another mother, you know, <laughs> Scott Hoke for our, for our voiceover intro. Um, and fam, again, thanks for listening. We love you guys. And until next time, deuces. Shake and bake.